Hey team, happy Monday morning. We had a we had an awesome weekend together as a family. This weekend went on a hike through the woods up to Chick-fil-A on Saturday morning. Um, we met up with one of Shannon's friends actually from elementary school days, which was super random. I got together with them and their family on Saturday night. We got to worship with our new church fam here as we start Live Scent Week and then spent the rest of the day Sunday with our other friends from college who are, I mean, basically family at this point. And uh, Shannon and I actually just got done watching The Terminal List on Amazon Prime. So pretty uh, eventful weekend for sure. All in all, a successful weekend, but things keep rolling. And this week, this week is going to be something special. Grace starts her second week of school and Riley gets to start school this Thursday as well, which just happens to be Grace's sixth birthday. So we've, uh, we're prepared for lots and lots of chaos this week, I think. So, you know, typically I'm not a negative person. Like if I had to describe myself, I'm pretty positive. Usually I can be critical, but I'm usually positive. And when we first solidified the fact that we were going to be moving to North Carolina, I had a super positive attitude about it. I was confident that we would make friends easily. I thought for sure the girls would just have a ton of fun, like playing outside in the front yard, riding bikes, making new friends in the neighborhood. And while, yes, that's happened a little bit, it's nowhere near as easy as I thought it would be to transition down here to North Carolina. Now, don't get me wrong. We have absolutely loved our time here in North Carolina so far and have had uh, a ton of fun, honestly, but hasn't all been rainbows and butterflies. There have been some difficult moments, um, some more serious than others, I guess. And there have been a few things that have really, I guess, been driving me crazy lately. So, Here we go. This is an episode for my pessimists that are listening. Now, I won't call you out. You guys know who you are. And don't worry, soon I will share 10 things that I'm loving. But for now, I just need to get some of these off my chest a little bit. So here's the deal. These are meant to be fun and funny for the most part. These may be very petty uh, or first world problems, I guess. But they are things that have ever so slightly been getting under my skin the past couple months. You know, I typically hate complaining. I think it's a better use of time to fix things instead of complaining about things. So I struggled even to record these things, but I wanted to be able to invite you guys into some of the uglier things and maybe, uh, just maybe, I guess this will be a way to hold myself accountable with some of these things as well. So without further ado, 10 things that are driving me crazy right now. And number one is the DMV process. And I swear, this is the most confusing thing ever. And it was news to me that in order to get a North Carolina driver's license, you have to take a sign test at the DMV. So I found that out maybe a couple weeks before my license appointment. Now, most signs I think I've got down pretty well, like a like a red octagon, fairly confident that's a stop sign. But with this test, you put your eyes in the little thing that you do the vision test for, and they didn't have any pictures on the sign. So they give you like a yellow circle and ask uh, what sign that is. It's a railroad crossing for the record. So, So that was a little stressful, but I also had the added stress of having to pass my vision test, which uh, I don't technically wear glasses or contacts, although I probably should. However, I'm fairly confident I got all but maybe one of the letters correct 
on the vision test. So I passed that. Anyway, Shannon and I both got our North Carolina driver's licenses, but then we had to retitle the cars, register them. We got our North Carolina license plates, and now we're in the middle of trying to figure out what we need to do on the Virginia side for personal property tax, plates, all that jazz. So there's some light at the end of the tunnel, but it's uh, it's been basically a part-time job for me, and I'm ready for it to be over. So uh, that's number one. Number two, a little more serious note, we haven't had many people in our house. You know, we absolutely love it when our house is just full of people. Uh, it's something that I think we may have taken for granted a little bit when we were in Virginia, and we really miss people just walking in the front door, being comfortable in our home, and sharing their lives with us. So we're slowly meeting some new people, and uh, we've been to other people's houses, but it's still been a little too quiet for my liking around here. Really thankful for our friends, Melissa and Joe. Uh, they have been lifesavers with this comment. We just spent the night with them tonight and uh, had a great time with them. But I'm hopeful that one day this house will be full. But until then, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a little bit sad, I think. Number three, the drive to school and the car line. And here's something I didn't expect is traffic. I figured when we moved away from Northern Virginia, we were also going to be moving away from traffic, but that's not completely the case. There's actually some people that drive into the city for, for work, I guess. And the traffic is surprisingly frustrating first thing in the morning when we drive Grace to school. And it's also a crazy, chaotic pickup and drop off line because every single kid uh, needs to be dropped off since there aren't any buses for the school. So it ends up being like an hour-long ordeal each morning. But we are learning and getting some good time in the car that we are uh, just uh, having some fun listening to music, listening to kids' podcasts, and uh, just praying before we drop school off so or drop Grace off for school. So we're redeeming that time a little bit. Number four is U-Haul. And for the record, I think I'm done renting U-Haul trucks for now. We ended up having to rent like three trucks for our move during the summer. And it was a complete, well, not a complete disaster, but it was pretty disastrous. So while we are done with the move process, every time I drive by a U-Haul truck or the U-Haul drop-off location, I kind of get the shakes a little bit. So uh, it's actually kind of sad, but we rented so many U-Hauls that our girls can even spot them on the road now. And it's like a fun game where they point out U-Hauls every time we pass one. And it just makes me cringe a little bit, but that's okay. Number five. Yes, our lovely friend Piper. Yeah, A lot of you guys know we are not the greatest dog parents. Like we, we view pets more as property than as part of the family which basically makes us like serial killers but uh, Piper is not really bringing lots of joy to our lives right now uh, she's had some skin issues so she's itching and chewing herself all the time and she's decided that she wants to start pooping and peeing all over the house I think probably because she could smell the three dogs from the previous owner and she's just getting into a bunch of stuff now but you know she's changed a lot ever since we started having kids so I'm not sure if it's stress from that or age-related or some other allergy that she's got, but she is a mess. And uh, if you think you would love to have Piper as your part of your family, we have her crate, bed, leash, ready to go. I know I'm really hyping her up right now, but she needs some extra kind of love, and we are trying to be patient as a family, but it is frustrating quite a bit. Number six, the end of the fiscal year. So most of you guys know that I work for the federal government and our end of the fiscal year 
in August and September is usually a pretty busy time where we're trying to get a lot of money on contracts and uh, it's stressful for everybody working some longer hours and uh, tight timelines and all that. But uh, for any fear of coworkers listening, I will just leave it at that, the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Number seven, this is killing me, man. We do not have a functioning grill at our house. Our old house in Virginia was hooked up for natural gas, and uh, so I got a natural gas grill when we were there. However, our new house does not have a natural gas line running in the back for a grill. And uh, so I figured, like, based on my research, that it would cost maybe a few hundred bucks to run a line from the main gas meter to the backyard where I wanted the grill. But the quotes I got were about 1500 bucks, so haven't quite pulled the trigger on that. I'm not sure if I'm going to or not. I could buy a few different grills with the $1,500 just to run a gas line, but I guess I could use the Pit Boss as a grill, but that's a lot of work. And I've also been flirting with the idea of getting a little flat top kind, uh, kind of like the Blackstone, so we'll see. But for now, I've been paralyzed while trying to make meals, and we're just relying on the Crock-Pot and anything that we can kind of get from takeout. Number eight, Costco is about 25 minutes away and uh it is what it is i mean that's the closest one to us it's a it's a killer for sure we are proud i guess proud sam's club members now mainly for the cheaper gas but there are just a lot of things at costco that you just can't replace so we've got our membership whenever we make it out there uh, we definitely stock up on the things that we love but we are sad that costco is a a nice little hike from us now Number nine. Oh man, this uh, got under my skin before we even moved. But homeowners associations. Now, I've always, I've always hated HOAs. I know hate is a strong word. I've hated them. I've never had an HOA, but I've hated them. They're usually poorly run organizations that I feel provide little to no value to the actual homeowners. So now I've just kind of learned to view it basically like a tax to live in our neighborhood. And while we were fortunate to enough to not have an HOA in. Virginia. Now we're paying like, I don't know, 500 bucks or so for our HOA and not really getting much out of it. It'd be one thing if we had like a pool or a playground or some other sort of amenities like a clubhouse or something like that, but we've got nothing, man. We are um, paying this HOA basically to spread mulch once a year. And honestly, we're paying for the HOA to operate and it's a little stressful, but I got to give it to them. The poop bags have stayed well stocked. So good job, HOA. And then number 10, this is something that we have to stare at every single day, but all of our walls. You know, when these houses were built, everyone had the choice of either agreeable gray or accessible beige. You know, basically the the two most boring colors that you can get, and those were your options. So the family that built our house selected accessible beige and uh, before they moved out they used like some touch-up paint trying to be really helpful I think but there are just a a few problems with that number one the paint they used was a different finish so the original paint was like a flat finish and then the touch-up paint that they got was uh, more like a satin or eggshell finish so you can see every single place that they touched up on the walls and just glares at you all over the house which is Pretty crazy. Yeah, I would think like you would notice that they were different and think, hey, maybe I won't do all 6,000 square feet of the house with this paint and make it look horrible. But anyway, and then number two, they just sort of slapped on the touch-up paint. So I've had to basically scrape it all off and spackle all over again. Very obnoxious. Anyway, we'll have to paint like every single wall in the house at some point. 
And the irony of all this is that the color that we selected to paint the house is agreeable gray, which is the option that they should have gone with anyway when they built the house, but they didn't. But this also leads me to a big dad fail this week. Actually, it's probably more like a dad win, but a husband fail. So we've been we've been struggling to we got the agreeable gray for the rest of the house. We've been struggling to pick some good colors for the girls' room. And it should be pretty simple, right? Like Riley wants pink, Grace wants purple. But y'all know a paint swatch is one thing, and then it's like a whole other thing once it actually gets up on the wall. So Friday, I had the day off of work. I spent all morning painting Grace's room to surprise her when she got back from school. And of course, it ended up being like one of the brightest looking colors ever. Like it hurts your eyes when you walk in kind of bright when you walk into the room. And Shannon is someone who's very, very easy to read. And her face just said it all when she walked into the room. So looks like I lost my day off and I'll be repainting soon. It was a big fail. Anyway, it's better than the splotchy beige, I guess. And Grace seems to love it. So I guess that's all that matters, really. Anyway, there you go. Not like any of you really cared, but 10 things that are kind of driving me crazy right now. Don't worry. Like I said, I'll be giving you a list of 10 things I'm loving real soon. But in the meantime, make sure you all wish Grace a happy birthday on Thursday. You guys are going to hear from her next Monday. We've got a fun little surprise that I'm sure we'll talk about on the next podcast. But anyway, have an awesome week yourselves, and let's go get those wins up.